If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. You're listening to FTO Podcast on the FTO Network. Listen and enjoy. All right, everybody. Uh, D here, FTO Talk, and I got a super awesome, special, fantastic, super cool guest, May Hemmer. How's it going, May? Oh, it's good. I'm just cheering for myself. What's going on? We've uh we've been cool for a while, man. Like uh, we've done the projects together. We uh yes, and I'm a flake because life sucks. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Like you got like a lot of stuff under your belt too, though. Like you do a lot of stuff. You have like a, a website that you do. You're a burlesque dancer. You uh, make jewelry and clothing also. You're on your Etsy page. Like you do a lot of different stuff. I do a lot of random shenanigans. Um, because I. I, I learn a lot. I'm a master of none. No, um, I, uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like I have kind of expanded my shenanigans um, during COVID because, well, I was real bored because I couldn't perform. Right. <laughs> and your website even says that, like, due to COVID, due to the pandemic. Uh, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> like... like, I'm done. I can't do anything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of shenanigans going on um, with live performances that I have all these thoughts and feels about, you know, it is what it is. Um, well, let's, let's but, you, like, you know, I had a, I had Jezebel Thunder on not too yeah, long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, she told me some things about how what she does. She said that she goes live and does some dances like that. Like there's still like some small club that she goes to her once in a while where like, you know, mm-hmm. very uh, social distance. Like everyone's wearing a mask, things like that. Like, so what, what's your what's your problem when it comes to like dancing now? Well, like, I mean, cool. I'm all I'm all virtual, which I do. Like, I I have a Daft Punk show that I'm going to be a part of in May. That's a virtual show. Um, and I've done like a live. I've done a not live. I've done a virtual D and D show that was made like a movie and stuff because we're nerds. You try to get me into um, it, yeah. Yeah, and um, <laughs> but. You know, as for going back to live performances, too, I just don't know. People are reckless out here, and I know how my state be acting, and I'm not trying to catch COVID and pass it to my kids. Now, I'm fully vaxxed, so 
Like I'm, I'm less paranoid about going out in the public and just, you know, hanging out with friends, but you know, like not everywhere is treated equal. Like I'm sure, you know, there are places that are being super safe, but like, I I can't, you know, people are like, Oh, I'm going to the gym and you know, everybody wears a mask. Dude, I walked to the gym in my little podunk town and they out here walking around like it's a chin strap. Yeah. I was like, y'all didn't clean the gym before COVID. So how do I know y'all cleaning it now and y'all ain't got no mask on your face? That's kind so of like, so like gas stations. Like I know like this gas station was dirty before COVID and I know it right. can't be any better now. So, yeah. You know, so I, you know, I, I don't see myself going back to live uh, performances anytime soon. Uh, if ever, I've kind of started focusing on more of the mom thing and the sewing thing. And, um, because that's kind of what I wanted to get back to my nerd roots anyway. So I've just been sewing my life away. And you get, you get pretty into the whole mom thing too. Like you, you told me stories here and there about your kids, about how, you know, the gauntlet. I like that. That's cool. You drink it from a gauntlet. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so. That's the mood that I am. I am a villain. <laughs> Let me step out of this dragon goblet of wine. Uh- <laughs> but uh, you, you talk about how, like, you know, you're very protective of your kids. And I'm not sure we can talk about this right now, but like, you, you talk about how you're very protective and how things in the wall is. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll fight. Hypersensitive. Yeah. I'll go to jail. Like, it's fine. I'll go to jail behind my kids. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> No, but, you know, like I, you know, they're older now when I, when they were like itty bitty bitty, cause they're like 22 months apart, you know, I still traveled a lot more, um, home during the week, gone on the weekends, hubs and I would, you know, flip flop. And now, you know, when they started becoming more cognizant, you know, of me being gone, that's when I was like, all right, it's time for me to slow my roll because, you know, they're realizing mommy's gone every other weekend for work. And, um, and I was at a stage in my career where I could pick and choose what I wanted. I feel like I could pick and choose what I wanted to do. And so I started, you know, kind of only focusing on the nerd less stuff that I really do. And that's what I enjoy. Um, really did you, more say, than did you say nerd less? Yeah, it's called nerd less. Okay. Uh, nerdy burlesque. Um, gotcha. I was doing nerdy burlesque before I knew it was a thing back home in New Orleans. And, wow. you know, I was just like that weird chick that dances Hello Kitty. But, you know, I started <laughs> I doing it. other stuff. And then I was like, see, this is a whole thing. Um, but yeah, so like I've been wanting to, you know, focus on my sewing again because I hadn't been sewing like I like I used to. And um, and I've seen your friends like you. We also have like a giveaway we're going to be doing here pretty yes. soon. Also, yeah. Yes, I was bored with my cricket this pandemic, um, because Wakanda forever. Wakanda um, forever, damn right. Yes. Uh, so I made some bags and some uh, BLM things that were very uh, Black Panther, the the Marvel y'all. I dig <laughs> it. Your butts. I do. You know, I'm some not people like the get real. Guy, I'm like y'all. The comic, the comic, bro. You know. <laughs> um, but Wakanda themed and stuff like that. Um, and cause last year I had done a whole bunch and sold and donated the funds to BLM. So, you know, I still had some vinyl left over and a couple of just plain bags left over. I was like, let's do this. Let me just, you know, and, um, cause I figured it'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, so there's like, I, I've kind of gone back to my crafty roots, um, which I'm totally okay with and just focusing on my, my nerdy stuff that I want to do playing D and D on Twitch, uh, living my best life with my, my Ren Faire friends playing <laughs> and other games, other tabletop games on our Twitch feed. Um, and yeah, I'm kind of like cool just being virtual. I, I can do all my work from home and be accosted by my kids. 
way. You picked up on it quick, pretty quickly. Like, uh, I know, like, before, you were going to places like Arizona, Florida. Uh, you were also in, of course, Louisiana. Like, like yeah. Now in North Carolina. And uh, you got a couple of nicknames on there. Like, I think they call you the Coco the Barbie. The Coco Barbie. The yeah. Coco Barbie. Barbie, my, my, my boo thing, Vita DeVoid, uh, right. who's from Florida that now lives in California, dubbed me that. It was comical. Did it. I did um, it. But my and there's a whole funny story behind that. I, 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 it's like it was it was a crazy night. But all I remember hearing on the mic and it just stuck. It just stuck. And that's usually how you kind of earn your taglines. You know, you can <laughs> you can you can give yourself a tagline or you or you get given a tagline. And like I both I was given my name, my stage name, and uh, my taglines because the first one was the sassiest the thing sassiest in New Orleans. New Orleans, right? That's because I physically threw a dude out of our dressing room. I was oh, being wow. reckless. Because um, I was like, I don't, I don't know you, sir. You got to get out. Nobody here know you. You got to get out. Um, so I just I just don't tolerate BS. So that's how I got that one. And then, um, you know, the Coco Barbie thing kind of pulled up. And it's funny. And, like, now, like, I'm known as Mayhemmer, and I can't get rid of it, which is fine. I I actually like it better than my real name. And uh, my real name makes me sound like an Irish Catholic woman, and it gets real confusing when people... Your words. When, Your when words. Pe- no, for real. Because, wait, no. Like, when I showed up at an interview one time, they were real confused, bro. Uh, <laughs> they were you, like... You don't match this name. You don't match this name at all. Are you blah, 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 blah? I was like, yeah, that's me. And they're that's like... Me. They're like, uh, <laughs> yes, I know my husband's half Irish, half Austrian. So that's where the, the, the Irish comes in. And, um, my family's just old school South. And that's why I got this first name hey, and you know, it. my middle name got to thank my grandmother for going to a French Catholic boarding school for that one. So I just, so, I mean, I'm not lying when I said I sound like an Irish Catholic woman. You remind me of Stanley. You told me the story quite a few times, and it's the same way every time. I, I'm I love sorry. It. I love it. It's the same, like just like Stanley telling the story of Spider Man, to hear the story of Mayhemmer and like your birth name. But it's so funny. it's so funny because I is. love seeing people's reactions when they're just like, <laughs> "What? That's what? your real name?" Yeah. And oh my gosh, one time I called somebody. I think it was it you. I don't know. I've called a lot of people. And so you know how on your iPhone, it, if you got your ID card, like yeah. on your phone, say, "Man, I want to get to uh, like." It was me. A, I like. I said, a, like, is is this you? Because this is like a whole different name. Wait, I don't know and they were like, is. they were like, one of my one of my good friends performed with them forever, but. You know, when we perform, sometimes we never really know each other's real names or we just forget because how like how I am is how I meet you is what you're stuck as. And I won't forget somebody was like, who the F is this? And I was like, girl, that's me. And she was like, what are you talking about? I was like, girl, that's my real name. And she was like, Mm-mm, don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. She was like, I don't. No, nah, I'm gonna resave this. I don't care what your phone said, but what you gonna get saved is is that's Mayhemmer. And I just it's just it's comical. But I do that to some people too. Like I have a friend, they I'm in a group text and all of a sudden I see this name. I'm like, who the hell is this in this group chat? Who is this? I know this I know, who it is. Hilarious. And, and they were like, bro. I was like, oh <laughs> FaceTime me, bro. I was like, oh my. <laughs> it's oh. real. It's my well, real name. Well let me just re let me just uh, override your phone being reckless. <laughs> right. 
and, and on top of having these like these cool nicknames and uh, all these different statuses about yourself all over the U.S., mind you, and even even Canada, you also yeah. have uh, a couple yeah. wars too, don't you? Yeah. Uh, so 2017 was kind of my, I jokingly call my apex. Uh, I'm not a competitive person. Like when it comes to things, I do stuff for fun. Right. Um, and I just see competitions as something for myself so I can get like notes or, you know, like do critique and stuff. Cause that's like the ballerina like, of me. You, you I want some me, critique. You got many hats, but like, uh, what would you say? Like a jack of all, jill of all trades, but master of none. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I went there because I wanted to hang out with a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine. Um, one being uh, Lulu La Duchess de Derriere, who's uh, you know native First Nations uh, performer. And but we met way back in the day, like back in New Orleans. Clicked, you know. I wanted to go hang out with them, f- have fun. And they were like, just apply, just apply to the festival, just apply. And I was like, I gotta get my passport. Like Canada ain't like it used to be. Like I, my mom said back in the day, all you needed was your driver's license. Now yeah. you need a whole passport yeah. now. Uh, well, it was the passport card, but still like you still need a passport and stuff. And uh, I was like, I guess I gotta do that. And then, so, you know, I just applied to showcase and then they had a competition. They're like, oh, would you like to be considered for the competition? I was like, sure, why not? Because, you know, the logistical side is me is the more I put, the more times I put my name in a hat, the more chances I have. It's just basic <laughs> statistics, you know? So, and then, you know, next thing it was like, uh, uh, competing is blah, 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 mayhem. I looked at my email like, what? What? <laughs> so I was like, oh, and I applied with what appears to be a classic burlesque number, but it's actually a dedication piece to Stephanie wow. St. Clair. Um, so it, it kind of it kind of classifies, I guess, as nerdy because it's based on a historical uh, person. Um, for people that don't know, Stephanie St. Clair is like the first African-American uh, bo- female bookie up in Harlem back in the day. Um, that didn't give no craps about Dutch Schultz and Lucky Luciano. She kind of pitted them against each other and said, have at it, bro. Oh, I own this. Um, and like, well, she, I don't think she ever, too. I don't think she ever went to jail. Cicely Tyson played her right. in, um, whatchamacallit, what was that movie? I, I, every time I talk about it, I never can remember the name of it. Anyway, long story short, you know, she never went to jail. Her money went to the community that she did. So, cause she went, it went towards the black community. So I did a number like dedicated to her. So it's like a historical piece technically. And, but it still had classic elements to it, which is what I wanted to do because it was 1920s, you know. So I went there, nervous. I was like, you know what? I, let's just be real. Like, I'm still kind of a noob. I'm just going to do this, get my critique, call it a day, have fun, you know, not get butt hurt. Oh, my God. Tell me why. <laughs> when it's time for curtain call, I'm used to curtain call where they call each person out first and then announce the winners to anything. Okay. Oh no, I'm back there chilling and I'm like waiting because like it's loud and my like anxiety was kicking in and I thought, you know, like I was waiting for the person in front of me to go out so I can get ready. No, they're like, man, you have to go out. I was like, for what? Go out for what? What was the reason? Oh, because they announced me as the queen because oh. I won and I went out. Th- I was like, I'm sorry. What? I had a whole panic attack because it was a, t- it was a beautiful old theater I don't know how many people and I just walked out there having a meltdown because I was just like, and I don't win stuff. Like I I don't, I'm just here 
to enjoy and perform and perform for people and hang out with my friends and and meet others and network and i'm on this stage i literally dropped to my knees sobbing because i was like so honored that i was like terrified and one of the legends who was on the panel Help stand me up and was like, girl, a queen doesn't kneel. I need you to get up. I was like, ugh. <laughs> and the cool thing about that year, it was two POCs that won. The king was an African, uh, was a black man, and I was the queen. So they had two POCs win. <laughs> and I was the only American. I was the American that won. That just came up out of <laughs> You really shook them up out there, didn't you? Um. But it was fun. It was lovely. Uh, I got to perform at the speakeasy that was in Montreal um, as the new queen. I got to do my act that won again. I got to hang. It was a lot of fun. It was a whole lot of fun. It was, I was humbled a lot, um, mainly because I, you know, but I felt like I, I paved the way. Cause I'm like, I wasn't all classic. I was a nerdy technically act that had classic elements to it because it was a historical piece. And, um, but it, it meant a lot, like it meant a lot, but I was just like, oh my God, I don't win stuff. Like I'm a dork. Like I'm just here <laughs> to have fun, perform, get some critique, network, you know, like grow my repertoire, learn and move on, you know, and just go to the next thing. And, you, you know, but it. oh my gosh, I was like, me? And then at the after party, after I won, I got lit. <laughs> <laughs> lit. Rightfully so. They were like, here's some champagne. Thanks. And, and on my top nerves of, are bad. My nerves are bad. <laughs> on top of all that, like you winning awards, you traveling different places, being like a, a first class mom and wife on top of all that, you're also a pretty stellar cosplayer. I, I, I don't know about stellar. I, I will say I have been sewing a lot. Um, my aunt taught me how to sew when I was five. And uh, I just never put it down. My mom uh, enabled me. She doesn't know how to sew to save her life. Um, she's not really that crafty per se. Like she used to make me those shirts back in the day with iron-ons and puffy paint, right. you know, and I love those, but, you know, but she was not a sewer, you know? But, so- But I've seen uh, your work. Like you got the, the car caster, Sakura. Yeah, uh, that was, that one was a lot of fun. I made everything but the shoes and the socks. <laughs> I made that wand too. That was my first foray in fooling around with 3D prints. I really? convinced, yeah, I conned my husband's best friend into printing it for me. And then I did all the sanding, gluing, painting, putting it together. I had, I painted that whole thing myself. Um, I made everything. I styled that freaking wig. Um, you also did uh, some Inuyasha and Naruto pieces as well. Oh my god, yeah. Well, the, okay, so the Naruto Ino one was, uh, we call it a closet cosplay because we just ordered it off of Amazon because we wanted something quick, dirty, and fun that we wouldn't mind if, you know, we lost a piece or two while we were, okay. you know, raging at a con. Um, but uh, the Kikyo, I made all of that. I made the Hakama, both layers of the kimono tops. Um, the be- uh, like it was it was nuts and then um that was a pain because i had to pull out some real hakama that we have at my house because we do martial arts in my house and i was like let me see if this pleading is actually what this pattern says so i'm like looking through this hakama like please don't be a lie pattern don't lie to me because patterns sometimes lie right. um 
I think the hardest one I've done so far was Yennefer's dress really? because of that because cl- all that sleeve work that's like a cage is what is this it, cat it doing? It flowed together like that. That looks like it's uh, the easiest part. No, I had to make all those tubes out of a trim and use a boning, corset boning, to form all those sleeves. Wow. It was not. <laughs> it was it was something. It was and then like I had no real concept concept art to begin with, just the show. And then finally the designer came out with concept art while I was in the middle of freaking making it. Um, because so there was I was at the point of no return by this point. So thank God it was close enough. I was like, you know what? Good deaf. It oh. looks, you know what? I don't have I don't have Netflix money. This is going what it's gonna be like. Um, I really like the mask on that Jennifer costume. Also. Yeah, I had to cut up some lace and stuff for that one. You I was just like, also. yeah. So I, well, you can't see. Well, see this back here. Nobody can see it. Right, the land. That's a, an embroidery machine. And if I had time, I could actually make lace on my embroidery machine, but I didn't. So I did it. <laughs> Um, so now I'm going to be playing with it to see if I can start making more lace stuff now that I have more time and not going anywhere. And like, um, you also have like, like amazing photographers who, who shoot you and all. Oh my God. Things. They, they make me, I I'm telling you, I work with some amazing people that are so good and are, they're so easy to work with and they make me feel like comfortable. Like if, if I'm not comfortable, you can tell in a picture, but all my favorite photos have been always with people that make me feel really at ease and they're like family and I don't feel like, you know, pressured. Um, it's just like an experience, like all the way around. Like, you know, the the person who shot my elf, uh, their work is phenomenal. And like, I, I'm going to keep them for the um, the sequence for the, the, cause I'm doing, my elf is actually a character I made for a fair. And I, I want them to fuck D and D for a second. No, no, no. Um, it, it's an OC. Her name is Distari. She's a wood elf, and she has a wardrobe. But you know, I've only gotten one real good photo because at the time I had only that costume, and it was uh, it was you know happened. They happened to be there, and I was like, hey, do you want to do this? And they shot my elf, and it looked amazing and so i was like you know what i just want you to shoot her whole wardrobe like i want it to look be consistent like i want that because their style i want it for that character you know and they shot my Catwoman too that was a closet cosplay because i was lazy and i was just like boom i, I was gonna ask about like oh some vinyl is, is, is the prudence also a closet cosplay yeah that's just a dress i had and some wigs <laughs> oh my god that's how you, much hair i have i went hold on i got this like, I, I, I was, was a like big fan of that one that was just a dress I had. I was like, come here. <laughs> Where's that wig? <laughs> I was like, I have so much hair. Um, and when then it, when it comes to the makeup on these costumes, like is that also like a chore for you to do? Or, like you already pretty pretty easy. Um, I play stuff? with stuff beforehand. I try to play with stuff beforehand. The the lady prudence. Ap- the prudence. Huh? The the lady, I think it's uh Actica Flock. Oh, oh, uh, my D&D character, Octa. Okay, so Octa was a character that was created for a TPK um, because that TPK that we did on Nat 21 Adventures, which is the name of the D&D show that I'm on, um, tabletop show, I should say, because we're doing more than D&D. The TPK episode was meant to start the next season. So those characters were meant to die. 
Like they were there, there was no around it. They were going to die without any type of like, whatever. They weren't going to be safe. They were going to die. So, you know, I wanted to create something fun. So I was like, well, I'm, since this is a one-off character that's going to get murked this episode, let me just go balls to the wall. So I painted myself mostly red and that's all eyeshadow because I didn't have body painting time. So I just used eyeshadow with a really good brush and just, and that's that uh, Juvia's place that highly pigmented POC makeup. Yeah, that stuff that had I had I needed zero foundation. I just went to town. Um, but that was just random because I was like, I don't know, I want to play this. All right, go for it. You know, because it was just. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A one-off. I didn't know what to do, and I wasn't about to paint myself red more than once for whatever. And you just had the horn laying around, I'm assuming? Yeah, I just have those. Okay. Um, Everything else I just had. Like, I'm, I'm a weirdo. I'm from New Orleans. Like, I got all kind of costume bits. And so then when the new se- season came up, and I said, oh, my God, I should just have a callback to that character. But I'm not painting myself red because I can't do that every week because I have to go to work the next day and not look red. And that stuff is hard to get off, I'm sure. And yeah. I'm working around fabric, so I can't do that. So I can't, you know. So I was like, okay, cool. So, um... I made Hypatia Falk, which is a descendant of this character that got murked. And if I had known <laughs> what I knew now when I made that character, I wouldn't have made her because I didn't know that the new season was still going to have the character that killed us Ooh. still alive. Ooh. So the fact that I have a descendant of the original character that tried to murder her, whose soul she trapped, <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't think this. So what do you what do you do now? Do you just put like red dots over your face and just call it that? I just I just do like eye makeup. Um, I just put eye makeup on, and I I made her costume like uh, stand out. So I made it to where it would be like you know the necklace that that Egyptian necklace that I have. I just had it. You know, I just wanted signature pieces that would stick out. So she has the Donna Summer hair, the horns, the Egyptian necklace, the blade. You know, like so I I I went more with like costume than makeup because since i work part-time at a quilt shop i can't have makeup all over me with fabric so i was like no i was like so this is what y'all get sorry but there i mean it's cool because it's more about you know the aesthetic as as much as we can do and it's not like they're gonna beat me up because i can't paint myself red because they're just like why would you do that for a two-hour show that you're not gonna and you gotta go to work and touch fabric all day (laughs) um so you know, so but a lot of the stuff is just stuff I have laying around or stuff I accumulated over the years or um, when it's just like closet cosplay stuff. Um, and then there's when I start making stuff and I, I, people react when I tell them I have a storage unit of specialty fabrics. So normally I don't storage have a, unit. yeah, dude, I have Good a storage God. unit, like as in like U-Haul storage unit, is, like temp control do, do storage you, unit. Do you do custom orders for people? Nope. Like for like for nope. items and nope. none of that. This nope. is just all you. Nope. Because some, they, they ruined it. <laughs> I don't do commissions anymore. I, I can't, I don't have the time. And it's really hard when you're a person that does costuming 
and someone wants you to make a thousand dollar dress for fifty dollars and you know i don't i'll do stuff for like friends that i know that you know like either it's it's i it's a project i want to do for a friend as a like a gift or something or my my kids godmother gets a pass because that's their godmother so i'll make stuff for her but (laughs) you know i rarely yeah, but I really, I really don't do commissions anymore. Like I did for a bit, but it just, it burned me out and I started hating sewing. So I was like, I can't do this because I don't want to hate what I do. Because you're not just doing one thing. You're also taking orders from people. Then you got to get a talk to them about the order. You got to redo what you're doing. And then lot. like, I, and then trying to get people in for fittings is an act of Congress. And of course now that's definitely not a thing. <laughs> um, so I, you know, like it was just easier for me having two kids and at the time before I quit my full time, I had a full time corporate job. It just wasn't it just wasn't feasible. Like there was not enough hours in the day for me uh, to do it and it'd be to be worth it. So, you know, like I'll teach classes like I'll do it for classes like I taught um, a hair and makeup thing for the Museum of Pop Culture. Um, I, you know, I'll talk on panels like I did when I was at Dragon Con before the world ended. I did like a corseting class, like, a you know, costuming, just one-on-one sewing, um, stuff like that, you know, and I, I, I make examples for myself to show people here's what not to do or here's what to do. <laughs> or I'll, pur- or I'll like, when I teach stuff, I'll purposely screw stuff up and be like, okay, what's wrong with this, you know, and show them how to fix it and do stuff like that. I gotta, I gotta ask you, uh, I see you're swallowing where a flower right on. That's funny. Uh, tell- Tell me about know, this. Right? Uh, did you did you guys talk about this during the cosplay positivity that you did with the the ginger o snaps? Like, did you? So did so ginger. Like so ginger uh, reached out to me. There's a lot of different versions. This moth is driving me crazy. Um, there's a lot of different uh, cosplay positivity ver- panels I've been on. Like you know, body positivity, just positivity all around, okay. supporting each other. You know, supporting the POC community in cosplay. And um, I actually know Ginger from a TV show I was on with her. And um, so, what? You on a TV show? Oh yeah, I was a go-go girl. Where, on what? Reprisal, Reprisal on Hulu. Are you serious? Yeah, you can see my blonde hair swinging and me go-go dancing in purple behind a dude that plays Aladdin. but uh oh yeah yeah we all we were all go-go dancers on that show a whole bunch of burlesque dancers were it was great um <laughs> that's what they hired it was a bunch of burlesque because we actually know <laughs> how to <laughs> um but yeah no so they reached out to me and they were like yeah yeah i would love i was like yeah totally i love stuff like that because you know i growing up when i started cosplaying and costuming i didn't have a a an example of a brown girl doing cosplay. I didn't have an example of an Afro-Latino doing cosplay, you know? And what I, like, you know, we talked about on the panel um, about people being discouraging because Hanada isn't black, if you haven't seen that TikTok yet. (laughs) Um, You know, she gonna be black today. Like, you know, for real though, but- you know, but real talk though, I didn't have that. I was always told, oh, well, you can't be that because that's not a black character or you can't do that because black people didn't wear that back then or blah, blah, blah. And you know, if if I didn't have the mother that I did, even though she drives me nuts, that told me who cares, tell them to kiss your butt, do what you want. You know, now at some point, at, at a point, yes, it did, it did take root, you know, from 
a, a, a racist level because it was people saying, oh, black people were never nobles. Black people never would have worn this. How are you going to be at a Renaissance fair? They wouldn't have worn this. I was like, yes, because we just popped out of the ether wearing rags in America. And that, and that being that, Bru yeah. Have you not heard of the Moors? Like, I mean, you know, it's like, just have like. You not? <laughs> have you not been to Spain and Portugal? Like, I just, you know, it's just like <sighs> real, like. You know, but it did, that did affect me as a child. Like I limited myself because I was afraid of being messed with. And you know, now that I'm older, we're not gonna tell how old I am, but now that I'm older, I see myself setting an example for my kids to do stuff and not let people discourage them and helping be a person that can show younger people you can cosplay and be whatever you want. Because I didn't get that. I never had that, you know? And I even like if it's just- a big reason why we're so, cool with each other because you know that's that's why i started fto in the first place was for the same yeah. reason that you're talking about was for my kids yeah and, and hearing you talk about this and that the fact that we talked about this a couple of days ago yeah about uh we hear about people talking about things about job like I, I i didn't i don't have the money i have or finance i have because um i lost my job or because a family yeah. got sick like people don't talk about the fact that also uh i also have deep-seated trauma from like yes. finding myself of being black everywhere I go every yes. time I get a new job. Like yes. That's, that's, that's yes. a real thing. Like uh, It's a real thing. And if you go to like conventions and you don't see people like you, that's terrifying. Yeah. That's terrifying. Especially and like so, when like, people give you death stares the entire time you're there, ask you questions like, oh, also oh, you're, like you're like the black version of this. Like, no, bro, I'm, I'm just, I'm just this character. I just happen bro, to be black. Yeah. No, she gonna be black today. You know, like for real though, like, I mean, that was a, I mean, as much as I love that, I mean, but it's a, it's a point. It's a, it's a real point. They won't be black today. I don't exactly. care because like now, you know, my thing with that is, you know, I am not the coolest kid on the block. I don't want to be the coolest kid on the block. So short, man. You know, <laughs> I've seen your TikToks. The no, but like, short. yeah, but, but like, I don't want to, but like, that's not my goal. My goal okay. is I never had that as a kid. And if I can at least make one difference in one kid teenager somebody life to see someone like them doing things they want to do to me that makes a difference and if that means applying to conventions to be a guest even though lord knows i ain't got no sewing degree right. i am literally a shade tree seamstress you know i i'm self-taught i learned everything if i don't know it i will figure that crap out we got that we got that in common too yep. and uh i'll figure it out like I, I mean i got a whole 3d printer over here i learned on my own <laughs> Like, I, I see some of your posts on Instagram. Yeah, my husband, you useless. <laughs> you wanted this? Learn it. Well, find it. Get out of my face and don't ask me to print he, you nothing. He has his skills but, in certain places, but that that is not it. No, I no he it. knows how to use it. He told me I have to learn how to use it because I bought it. All right. And he goes, he's like, you need to learn how to use it. And which is fair. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. I can't have him do it all for me. I do need to learn how to do it. But you wouldn't mind. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind if he just did it all. You know, but you know, but as much as I joke about it, he's in school for engineering. So he has CAD. Right. He's gonna learn how to 3D render things for me to print. So he'll help me with that. But learning how to calibrate this machine, clean the machine, he goes, that's No, that's all you. You, you gotta that's learn you. how to take care of this and fix it and know how to deal with it because this is your electronic. Now it's a little salty about that. I'm like, can I just smile, look pretty and have you do it for me? And he said, no. So, but you know, but really though, like that's why I, I app and try and do things because there's not a lot, there's not enough brown people out there, you know, doing stuff. And, Let's you know- Let's focus on that for a little bit. Uh, yeah. I, I have people who told me often that I'm an inspiration to them. Like uh, Micah, Blurred Over tells me that quite often. Uh, Montel 
Uh, Maze Montel said the same thing to me. The Divas on Diamond said that to me. Other different cosplayers, like, you know, you help me uh, want to keep doing this because mm-hmm. you give me the inspiration and you you motivate me. And, like, you give me, like, like, awesome and kind comments and you shout my work out there all the time. Like, uh, I get, like, all the different people saying that thing to me. Like, I'm pretty sure you get those people also. If you want to talk get about shocked. those people. I mean, like, yeah, and like, you know, I, I won't lie. I, as as much as I'm very boisterous and stuff like that, you know, I'm still a shy person when it comes down to it. Right. And, you know, mayhem is a persona. That's how I got outside of my trauma and my and my shyness and stuff is because I'm playing, a, uh, I'm playing a part of myself I never felt I could be, you know. And when people are like, oh, my God, you know, I love seeing your work. I'm like, have you looked at this? You know, mm-hmm. like, but, but, you know being uh self-deprecating as a black woman is i've noticed is a thing and i try not to be i don't take compliments well because it's just a you know growing up in super racist louisiana what the town that i grew up in you know if i it's 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 like a knee-jerk reaction yeah. when somebody's being nice i don't know how to take it because you know back home when somebody was nice to me it was to get something or to trick me, you know? So I've grown beyond that. And, you know, I still get a little like, oh no, it's, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, but when people actually reach out, they're like, hey, I have a question. I don't mind answering questions. I'm not going to do it for you because I don't have time. I got two, I got kids 22 months apart and I barely have time to take a shower, eat and shave my legs. But I, you know, but I don't mind if people are like, I love seeing when you put new stuff up. I love what you're doing. Can you tell me where you got this? I like your aesthetic. Where did you order this? Who did this? You know, I don't mind guiding people and helping people. Yeah, because I don't. We have a lot more. Yeah, and I don't. I don't. I don't. I didn't get that. You know, like, and I feel like sometimes I overcompensate and overreach. But I never had that as a kid, a teenager, a young woman. You know, someone that I could ask questions to or whatever. And if I don't know the answer, I'm gonna say I don't know the answer, and I'll help you find the answer. That's just the corporate in me. I don't know. Let's do you some sound, research. You, you know, sound, you sound just like myself. And like, that's, that's theory. Maybe that's why we yeah. click so well. But like, we got, yeah. we got a very same personality and we're both Southerners. So there you go. Yeah. 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 But you know, it's just, it's, it's hard for me to take compliments when yeah. I just feel like I'm trying to be helpful and to provide space and to help provide space for people that never had it. And as someone who didn't see that for them, you know, and you know, as is, much is as that, I, is that part of it, or is it like, or or the compliments like so sincere and genuine that like you don't know what to do with it? I don't know how to handle it because yeah. I'm just doing it because I never had that, and I want, out, yeah. and I want people. I I never had that, and I don't want people to fumble if they can have somebody they can reach out to, you know. And you know, it's hard, and like I I want to provide a different perspective, you know. I, I love a lot of the cosplayers that's always showcased, but not everybody has endorsements. Not everybody has sponsors. Not, I was like, I say I'm a shade tree seamstress because my aunt who's uh, a savant, an autistic savant is who taught me how to sew. That was her thing. You told me about her. Yeah. yeah. You know, she mentally is 15, can sew wedding gowns like it don't even matter. She doesn't, she, nothing else clicks, but this heifer can sew her butt off. She made my christening <laughs> gowns. She made all my stuff. Like if I had a picture of my christening gown to this day, it looks like it came out of Vogue. So like that was her thing. And she explained things to me like a child would. And that's the only reason I understood it is because she was mentally a child. And as a child, she was able to, now I may not know all the tech 
uh, the techno babble and all that stuff because I learned the slang from my autistic but you aunt. Know how to do it. But I know how to do it. Know to Girl, do I don't it. know what this is called, but here's what the setting you put on your sewing machine. Like, okay, for real, I though. Know it, yeah. yeah, you know, I know how to do it. I don't know what it's called, but this is the stitch. Just follow, it's you know. Probably why, it's probably why you fall in love with an engineer. You know, that could be part of it. There you go. You know, but. <laughs> I fall in love with a lawyer, so no right? idea. Right? I'm like, good. <laughs> you know, but like, you know, it's, I want to be able to say, hey, I grew up poor as hell, y'all. I grew up on a cattle farm and had no money. My mom was divorced. I had my grandparents help me. My grandparents helped this grow up. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. But we didn't have money. So like I tore up sheets, dyed stuff to make costumes. I had to dye my own fabric. I had to cut up bedding that my grandparents didn't want anymore. I didn't have money to just go to Joann's and buy stuff. So, you know, as much as I call it balling on a budget, real talk, I'm still to this day. Balling on a budget. Good. I don't care. If I can get it discounted, coupon, clearance, <laughs> I will me. find it. <laughs> you told me about the multiple trips you've taken back and forth to Bro. Joanne to get your coupon. Bro, you like, watch, me. Yeah. <laughs> watch me. I will do it. What can I do? I'll go every other day. One coupon per customer per day. Y'all gonna see me up here five days a week. You're but so like, cool. I'm not, but like, <laughs> but I was poor growing up. I, I grew up in the country on a farm in Louisiana. I didn't have the means that some of these other kids did. So I I had to to figure it out, and now my husband hates it. I'm so you told me, you like, told me about he, that too. Yeah, he hates it. He hates it. You know, like I will never buy myself something nice. I'll be like, is it on clearance? Is it? But that's just just who you are. Ha- learned habit. Yeah. I won't. Sp- I'll spend money on my kids because I didn't have a lot growing up. Now I ain't gonna spoil those little buttholes because they know better. Because I'll take all that stuff away. <laughs> You know, my son now, my oldest, he think he grown, trying to talk back. I was like, I don't take, he had the, I, I gave him my iPad for virtual learning for the pandemic. He want to be reckless. I didn't take the iPad from him. I took the charger. <laughs> and you going to watch it die. You going to watch that iPad die. That's what's going to happen. And you're not getting it back. You get to, so you better ration it. Or you gonna watch it die? That's how I was. I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, you know, I I had to earn and fight for everything that I had growing up. I so like, you. you know, I tell people, you know, I taught a, when I taught at Dragon Con, um, a corseting thing. You know, I felt like an imposter. I'm like, why am I up here? I didn't go to college <laughs> for fashion and whatever. And you know, a lot and like these panelists were amazing. You know, but I would break it down in a very all right, y'all. This is what y'all do. Like, you know, I was like get some zip ties. And they looked at me, I was like, for real, before you spend money on boning, because you do want good boning because it's supporting your body, get some zip ties to make sure the stuff fits. Use the zip ties as a little bit of structure just to size your corset, girl. You can go to the hardware store and get some zip ties. (laughs) And they went, yeah, I just didn't think about saying that. (laughs) They, They were like, no, we know that. I was like, you better tell these girls, like, you know, if you're on a budget, like, don't, don't use the boning that you gotta use. Man, you were like, consider writing a book about cosplaying. You ever thought about no, that? No. You may no. make a fortune at that. Just, just throwing it out there to you. Look. Nah, no. nah. We don't need that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. I'll be, I'm, I beg to differ. No, uh, but you know, I tell people like, here's what you do. Like my, my biggest thing, y'all. Don't wait till last minute. Now I'm not saying I. I every cosplayer has their rite of passage when you right. the night before is still sewing stuff. That's normal. But I plan my stuff at least a year out because I want to hit all those cells. I want to do all my research. I want to get the best bang for the buck. I want to be able to budget. That's the banker in me from my past life. You know, I want to budget. I want to set a budget. I don't want to exceed that budget. 
you know, I include everything from weave, shoes, accessories, props. Like I set a boundary for myself. So that way you can still get something nice without spending out the wazoo. Goodness, like it's it's 420. I thought you said I thought you said weed. I'm uh this is probably Oh yeah, hold on, wait a minute. Is it still weed? I got <laughs> I can't I, I had I yeah. Did you make something for 420? Uh I got something, but oh well, oh that's that's a whole different show. That's a whole different I, show. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Uh, before I let you go, I ask this question to everybody. This is yeah. the last question for you. Um, what would you want to say to all the people who've been following you, who's been supporting you, like behind you doing like, you know, the Mayhammer thing and listen to what you've been saying as gospel? What would you want to say to all those people? Um, first of all, thank you for like having some type of faith in the shenanigans that I do. Um, and I just hope that you know, somebody can learn from my mistakes and, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions, you know, feel free to DM me questions. Or if you, you know, you're looking for some type of like, Hey, how could I make this look ball? I was like, girl, you better go get a sheet and dye that with some tea. You know, like before all jokes aside, like, you know, I, I want to be that person that younger people can go to that. I look like them, you know, and I'll just say this, and this will be my last thing. You will never feel the joy until you have a little girl run up to you and say, you look like I do. Because when I was dressed as Princess Tiana at a convention and I had a five-year-old girl screaming from the balcony, Tiana and her parents had to escort her down so she could get a picture. The girl was sobbing. You know you're doing something right when you can have people say, you look like I do. And I never had that. So if you can give a kid that joy, guys, please do it. <laughs> please. Yeah. As a parent, please do it. <laughs> I've been, um, I just watched Handmaid's Tale and I recently, yeah. I, recently I can't handmade. I can't with handmade, bro. <laughs> I, I, I took a break. It was too much. It was too much for me. And I, like, I, I couldn't. It was, I had, there was too out. much darkness in the world. I said, I'm going to put this up pause for the next 20 years. I said the exact same thing. Like, I was like, I'm not watching until the Trump yep. administration is over. And, uh, like, I watched a season three finale and, like, I, I started bawling. I haven't cried. Yep. I haven't cried in, I don't know, two years. It's like, too much. It was, but... it was hard. And, like, what you just said, it, uh, like I almost cried on camera. Like that was, that was, that's, it's that's, true. Like, you know, yeah. you, y'all, you know, you did something right when you can finally ask somebody to say, you look like it. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Give that to other people that didn't have it. Now nah, I'm going to cry because I didn't have that. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and like our kids going to have that. Yep. Like because of us, our kids are going to have that. Yep. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. <laughs> where, can, where can people find you, man? You got a lot out. Um, God, uh, don't go to my website, but my website is mayhemmer.com. Um, it's currently uh blurp because there's nothing going on right now, but you can definitely catch me on Facebook, uh, under Mayhemmer. Um, you'll know me because it's either a neon colored, pink colored, or some type of elf looking black girl. Um, and you can find me at Instagram at the T H E Mayhemmer and Twitter is the Mayhemmer. Um, and if you want to support my, and if you want to support my fabric addiction, because I have a storage unit to make more cosplays, you can co-fight coffee. Coffee? Is it coffee? Mm -hmm. You can coffee me. And it's the Mayhemmer on there too. You're also on Etsy and Twitch too, right? 
Uh, don't worry about that, Etsy, y'all, uh, because your girl is in homeschool land. So, but Twitch Me is the mayhemer. And please follow if y'all want some shenanigans. Um, I work with some amazing people at Nat 21 Adventures. Um, they're always pushing diversity. They're always wanting diversity. Um, and we are expanding to have more diversity within our cast. Um, but please follow us on Twitch at Nat 21 Adventures and keep up with the shenanigans that we have going on because we might have a Nat 21 con one day whenever we're all rich and that and you. Hey, you're, you're, one of my, you're one of my favorite person to talk with, man. You always have oh, something to say. Oh, you're one of my favorite, too. Yeah, I got me in that. Like, you, like it, I, it's hard to talk to you every day because we will talk endlessly. Bro. Like, really? We, just, we do. Like, because that's how we are. We just we just keep on going. Yep. Because we both have something to talk about about everything. Yep, always. You know? That's the Southerners, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is, dude. That's what it is. Like, when you get more talk, like, I'll, I'll pick up the pace. There you go. We got it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this has been the FTL Nerd Talk. May, thanks again for being on. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're listening to FTO Podcast on the FTO Network. Listen and enjoy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.